Welcome back. It's the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon here in studio today. And, well, my cohorts are out on the road. Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge as they are out and about sunning and funning, working, doing it all as the guys join us here today. Ridge, I'm going to go to you first. Kick it off uh, a layover and uh, a layover that you didn't want as you're stuck in Arizona. Yeah, I'm stuck in Arizona. I was supposed to be headed to Concord, California today and um, at 7.15. As we were backing away from the gate in, uh, in lovely Des Moines there, they said, oh, the navigation system has a problem and we're not going to get there. And so I've been here for a few hours, six to be exact. <laughs> well, Creighton has been here as well, but out golfing this afternoon, I believe, uh, with his uh, son Matthew and brother JW, they um, they were here, and if if I'd have known this is how it was going to work, I'd have figured out how to get out there with them. But there was not quite enough time. But anyway, either way, we can still do this on the telephone. This is the second time in the 15 years that we've done this show that I've uh, done this from an airport. Hopefully, it won't be as painful as the last time because it seems like I found a good quiet uh, spot. David, good afternoon. Have you been out uh, in the sun today? I have not. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have. Um... It is a beautiful day here in the Valley of the Sun, 72, partly sunny I'm going to go with, um, yeah, a little light breeze, got a little golf in, uh, got to hang out with my brother, JW, and my son, and we'll be doing that for the next couple of days, thanks to my lovely wife, who surprised me with a Valentine's present. That's pretty cool. It looks like you would be having a good time. I'm just indoors in an airport, not enjoying it. But either way. Um, yeah, the irony is we're, we're within five miles of each other. I, I know. I probably, I, when I got here, I just didn't know if we had enough time for you to come grab me and go golfing. But you are probably done by then anyway. <laughs> anyway, so, and on top of that, I didn't have clubs and all that. Doves would have had to set me up, the whole thing. But anyway, uh, we should digress to talking about the Iowa Hawkeyes. And, of course, the important news of the week, that Megan Gustafson has now won the eighth her eighth Big Ten Player of the Week uh, for the uh, women's basketball team, which is uh, not only tied, but now is a new Big Ten record. And um, 29 points she averaged this week in a couple of Hawkeye wins. And, and honestly, that's the most exciting thing we have to talk about this week is a couple of uh, women's basketball wins, 80-76 to 76 over Penn State, 70-61 over Northwestern, and they're uh, headed toward the NCAA tournament, it looks like, and Megan Gustafson. Uh, making a play for an All-American status uh, with her eighth straight uh, Big Ten Player of the Week. We shouldn't really joke about it because it's, it's really impressive. It's crazy to think that she's won this award. How many weeks has there been in the Big Ten season? I mean, seriously? Yeah, I think she's eight out of ten, something like that so that's, far. That's that's credible. <laughs> Clearly player of the year. I mean, she, she has to be. Yeah, and, well, absolutely. And uh, if if she's not uh, looking at uh, all American status, or you know, then people are clearly missing something. This is a special season. Her statistics speak for themselves. And when you when you are the target and still able to go out and get twenty five and fifteen, it seems like every night, uh, it's it's great. And you know, credit to Lisa Bluter and her staff. They've had to overcome some injuries. I think you're right. You know, the Hawks are uh, going to get back to the NCAA basketball tournament, and which has been a staple during Lisa's time there. And, and the interesting thing is, I'm wondering, are they going to be the dreaded 8-9 game 
or seven two game. Yeah, because we know the division that exists there; those top eight, ten, eight to ten teams are are a lot better. And uh, it's been tough to to jump into the Sweet Sixteen for the Hawkeyes, even when Lisa Ted's had some pretty good teams. They come in at twenty one in the RPI this week. They're not rated in uh, by the AP or the uh, coaches. In fact, didn't receive a single vote in the coaches' poll, which is interesting because a couple of other Big Ten teams who are behind them in the standings and lower in the RPI did. But in, in any case, uh, we know that the committee uh, paid attention a lot to the to uh, the schedule, the RPI, and all that. So um, they'll probably, you, you know, when you're what, what is a twenty-one? What is? Let's say you were a twenty-one, probably a six. Like, uh, five or six. Yeah, yeah. So they may if they if they can finish out strong. Um, they may be able to, to avoid that and, and find themselves up against a four or a three trying to get into the Sweet 16 rather than a, a, a two or a one, which has been kind of the consistent uh, problem for them trying to keep moving on. But I, I would agree with you. I think the, the impressive thing here is that you, you've got a, a, a center who is, it, they know night in and night out what's coming, and the other team just can't stop her. And that is the part that's impressive. Um, you know, it's one thing to be able to surround somebody and D up on them, but clearly she's been able to, to overcome all that, and, and, and the players around her feet off of it. So it's been fun to watch. It's, uh, they've been on a couple of times. They, of course, they don't slow the ball down. They run, they gun. They do, uh, they do try to speed the game up, which makes it a little bit more fun as well. And I think that feed, uh, feeds her some rebounds and, and helps her get some uh, extra added buckets as well on putbacks. But um, it's been good, and, and, we, and it's it's nice to have at least one <laughs> one good basketball team uh, at the University of Iowa. On the other side of the coin, my friend, um, <laughs> the Iowa men had a spirited game uh, against Michigan State, a really good Michigan State squad, ranked number two this week, I believe, uh, losing 96-93 last Wednesday night, much closer than we, uh, Tuesday night, excuse me, much closer than we thought would, would be the case, but in the end, some of the same old things came back to haunt them in terms of few turnovers, a couple of bad offensive possessions, and really just just a complete lack of defense. Even when they play or play good offense, they just they just can't play good defense. And then, of course, they got crushed at Ohio State on uh, Saturday night in one of the more effortless games that I've seen since Todd Licklider was the coach. Well, and um, just a reminder: Todd Licklider is no longer our coach, so don't think that we've been drinking that much today. But, you know, here's the interesting deal is, is that um, you, me, and Tom both thought that Michigan State was going to get into the 90s last week, uh, and they did. The, the irony is, is that Iowa did too. And, frankly, I thought it may have been the best game that the Hawks had played. I don't, I don't know if it was the best game they played all year, but, I mean, it felt like it in, in, in terms of against who they were going against. In the manner by which they were able to continue to come back, they were down. They had a chance to fold the tents, and they didn't. And they hung in there, and they hung in there the whole game. Yeah, I mean, you want to say the last three <laughs> offensive possessions weren't very good. I can't disagree with that. But when you have a team that's only won 12 games this season, and you're expecting them to play Lawless down the down the stretch and trying to learn how to win a tight close game against a team in an upset environment like that. I mean that's asking a lot. And I, Michigan State had another level, another gear on defense 
that they were able to go to, and and that really was the difference in, at the end of the game last week. You know? Yeah. You know, Iowa had a seven-point lead with about five minutes to go. I mean, they were up seven, and, and so they'd gotten that kind of a lead, which was somewhat impressive after being down uh, at the half. Came back playing pretty good man-to-man defense. Um, uh, people have explained to me since then that Fran always goes zone out of a timeout, and I guess I forgot that, but I, I, I could not figure out why he wanted to zone in the second half. They were Michigan State scored on nine out of the ten possessions that I counted that, that Iowa was in the zone defense, and, then, and the one that they didn't score on was a hurried three-pointer that was wide open. He just missed it. I mean, the, the zone defense dude, was absolutely... They scored 96 points. They had to score on every kind of defense. But, but they didn't, though. They, we had, Iowa had made their comeback by playing pretty good man-to-man defense, and, and Fran just insisted on going zone a couple of times, and it just kept biting him. That, that hurt. But I think one of the other things that, that hurt is... Dog on it, you know. In a couple of these games, they've they've shot free throws really, really well, and um, they've had a couple of yeah. games. And this one now, and the Iowa State one, I think you can go back to, or a couple of the better teams they've played and should have beaten. And they shot about fifty percent in the second half the other night. They were going one for two from the fifteen minute mark of the second half. I mean, they were getting plenty of free throws, and they weren't knocking them down. And if they did, they'd have scored a hundred points and outscored Michigan State and won that game. This, it's the little things that, that do uh, win you games. The free throw shooting is a pretty big thing, and it, it has bit uh, bitten Iowa a couple of times this year. But I guess I go back to the defense, man. I, I, like we said, we thought that Michigan State would get into the 90s, but it's, it's becoming um, – it's more disheartening just based on the fact of the way these teams are getting into the 90s because the, the way that it looks is it's, it's at times like Iowa just literally isn't on the floor. You know, guys with just wide well, open looks, wide open dunks. And that's the frustrating part. You, you know, uh, Tom Caker uh, wrote an article on on Hawkeye Report, and it was actually a statistical analysis of Fran's years and the offense and the defensive uh, production throughout, throughout his time. And offensively, the Hawks are – pretty much in line this might be the second or third best but within a point uh you know offensively that he's had so the hawks offensively have done a nice job this season defensively it's clearly the worst but this the disheartening component here is is that we are now on a two-year trend of bad defense and this is the part that seems to that maybe we all kind of forgot in the idea of the Hawks were, you know, on the bubble of the NCAA tournament at the beginning of the season. Not based upon the way that they played defense last year and not based upon the way, obviously, they played defense this year. And, frankly, I, if you look at the components of the teams and everything going back through Fran's years, the one main deal that mattered, which is surprising, is Woodbury in the middle, communicating, clogging the lane, being a presence, and Iowa doesn't have anyone like that right now, and that is why teams are are getting open uh, in the middle of the lane, getting dunks, and for whatever reason, nobody seems to be able to cover a corner three. Period. Well, yeah, yeah, so I read the article. I was expect I was going to talk to Tom about that. I think we we got to give him kudos. This is well done for him to analyze things the way he did. And you're right, statistically, 
it's pretty straightforward. He, he did some things in terms of uh, scoring average. He did some things in terms of shooting percentage. This is easily the worst defensive uh, defensive shooting percentage team Iowa's had, and that's probably because they're giving up 10, ten dunks a game and six wide-open threes. But um, you're right, it's a trend. And there's no question it's been a trend the last two years when you lost Adam Woodbury. And for that matter, if you go back before Adam Woodbury showed up, those were his worst defensive teams before that. So, um, you know, the only time Iowa has played what you would consider decent defense in the Fran McCaffrey era were the four years that you had Adam Woodbury in there, who was completely underrated in a lot of different ways. Um, and, And he was a key player, as well were some of those other guys who, understood how to rotate a little bit and understood how to play. You know, the, uh, Aaron White, I think, eventually figured out how to play some pretty good in, interior defense as did a number of those other guys. But uh, some, some well, no, well, no question. Something's got to be done mm-hmm. in terms of scheme here. I mean, the, the, you, you can't just keep trying to, to say a light bulb is going to go on with these guys because – that what it looks to me like they're actually edu- uh, executing some of the things that Fran wants them to execute, and that's leaving guys wide open. And then I don't believe that Fran's idea is to have wide open guys in the corner shooting threes against him. I don't think that that's his scheme and his plan. I, clear, clearly there's some, something wrong uh, if that is in fact the case. Well, what frankly, I think needs to happen is you either need to adopt the fact that you're going to be a zone team and play zone and, and practice it and be, and be a zone team like Dr. Tom or, or press and decide you're going to be a, decide you're going to be a pressing team because I actually think they could do that or play man to man or adopt the Virginia. I don't know. There's a term for it. But the Virginia defensive philosophy, where people basically stand in line, and don't let anybody get past them, and and because his defensive philosophy is horrible, you know, to say it to say it sucks would be an understatement. Well, it, it's um, it, it, I and suppose guys won four hundred basketball games, but you know, well, we can sit I know, here it's the thing, and it's watch. Hard to, it's hard to. You know, you look at that, and it's, it's kind of like us critiquing Kirk Ferentz on a number of different things, right? You know, at the end of the day, he's got uh, so many hundred wins, and he's all time winning his coach in Iowa football history, and he's got these, you know, he's had these good seasons and great seasons. And um, but when you're looking at what's going on here right now, you have to. I mean, Fran's got to know that next year we're not going to be putting up with this, right? That the fans are not going to put up with another year like this next year. And you're really you're adding a, a dynamic player in Joe Wieskamp. There's no question about that. But just because he can score, and for some reason Fran thinks this is all emanating from the offense, by the way, if you listen to him, which makes no sense because, like you said, this is his highest-scoring offense ever, right? But well, now he's blaming second, that. But, right. but, but, but Wieskamp is a dynamic scorer. There's no question about that. And Connor coming in and playing and being healthy – will help in a number of different ways. I don't know about the C.J. Frederick kid. Uh, I have my doubts that he'll contribute right away. We'll see. But I, I suppose you can count on Nunji and Garza growing up a little bit. Um, but, but the fact of the matter is you have relatively the same team next year, and you're just kind of adding a, a, a good distributor in McCaffrey and a, and a, a dynamic scorer in Wieskamp. And I, 
that to me doesn't tell me that your defense is going to be a whole heck of a lot better. And I, I, I just don't understand. Um, you know, I would, I would not understand if they came out next year and ran all the same stuff because it just doesn't seem to be working. Now, who knows? They could run. You know, you and I are not quite enough basketball aficionados to where we could notice little nuances here and there. And maybe they'll change up a few things and we'll turn around and we'll think that they're great. But what I do see out of this is the right. frustration factor, right? It, they get frustrated when they give up a few buckets in a row, and then guys start standing around and it breathes. And so that might be part of the problem, right? Maybe, maybe part of it is that they give up a few easy ones, and then they all kind of lose their energy and don't play. Well, I, first of all, you don't have to be a basketball savant to recognize that um, wide open guys is not a good optimal way to play defense. Okay, and we got to take a break. And I know that Trent's Price and they're grinding his teeth right now. So why don't we plan and take a break? We'll pick this up after this and come back and listen to more of the Hawkeye Huddle here on seventeen hundred. The 2018 State Wrestling Tournament is coming to 1700 KBGG. February 15th through the 17th on your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. Hey, honey, going to the chicken coop to watch the game. Whoa, football season is over. What game? Uh, the basketball, soccer, hockey game uh, race. Oh, big fan of those sports now, are we? Yeah, yeah, always. You know me. You're really just going for the wings and beer, aren't you? Pretty much. Bye. Yeah, buddy. The chicken coop knows what's up. The games are great, but the real MVPs are the flame-broiled wings and beer. Your favorite sports bar, the chicken coop, sports bar and grill, West Des Moines and Urbandale. Sponsored by Dell. Small businesses save up to 40% during Dell's President's Day sale. Get the latest Dell PCs with Intel Core processors. Visit dell.com slash smallbusinessdeals or call 877-BY-DELL. Save big money on everything for your home now during Menard's Big Sale. All stock Fight Electric LED bulbs are on sale. A four-pack of Fight General Purpose LED bulbs uses 85% less energy than standard 60-watt bulbs and lasts up to 11,000 hours. Available in soft, white, or daylight, only $3.99 for a four-pack. Save big on energy-saving Fight Electric LED bulbs and more. Offers good through February 17th, now during Menard's Big Sale. Save big money at Menard's. They say, want a new wireless plan? Gotta buy a new phone. At Simple Mobile, we say, just bring your own phone. Then pop in a Simple Mobile SIM card and boom, you've got 30-day unlimited plans starting at just $25 with nationwide coverage on a lightning-fast 4G LTE network, all with no contract. You can keep it complicated, or you can mobile simple with Simple Mobile. Available nationwide at Best Buy, Simple Mobile dealers, and authorized retailers. See the latest terms and conditions of service at simplemobile.com. At Discover, we believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous. And now just for giving us a try, we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, we'll match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar. No caps and no catches, because we know if you try us, you'll like us. And that's worth every penny. Try it and believe it at discover.com slash match. Cashback match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply. The way she's always singing, her silly laugh, the way she kisses me hello. This Valentine's Day, I want to turn everything I love about her into the one thing she'll love forever. 
an engagement ring. It's the Jared Valentine's Day Diamond Event, February 1st through the 14th. Save up to $1,000 off any diamond when you buy her setting at Jared. And let our expert jewelers help you find or create the one ring that could only be for her. That's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessig family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. Tomorrow night goes on the road to face Michigan. The Hawkeyes, a double-digit underdog as, again, in this one, 12 points is currently the number. And I know one of our co-hosts, Dave Creighton Jr., probably keeping an eye on that one. Right, Jr.? (laughs) Well, it's probably safe to say, based upon uh, Tom Kakert's research, which we'll talk to him in just uh, about 15 minutes or so, that the Hawks have lost by average during Big Ten play on the road by an average of like 15 or 18 points. And Price Arena over the years has not always been a, the greatest place for the Hawks to go. So what you're saying is you're on the Wolverines. I'm going to say I'm going to lean that way. Now, both you and I were leaning to the Sparty last week. That's true. And uh, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, been rough. It's been rough. Uh, betting on this team, trying to figure out the yo-yo. Eh, maybe it shouldn't have been as difficult as we're making it. Ridge, uh, take yeah. it away. What do you got for us here in segment number two? Well, first of all, this is re- there's a reason I don't bet and don't really pay too much <laughs> attention. That's, that's one, of, one of them. Uh, and, uh, especially college basketball is very difficult. And 
but but I would say, you know, again, when you look at what Iowa has done on the road so far this year, um, you know, Rutgers is in last place in the, in the conference, and, you know, they were up by 20 on Iowa. I don't remember. I think they ended up winning by 20. And, you know, this is this is not a good basketball team, and then going on the road, I, I think 11 is generous. So we'll see how that goes. We'll talk about our Templeton Rival last call here in a little bit. Uh, toward the end of the show. And, of course, uh, they do have Indiana at home on Saturday at 1 p.m. And, and I think, David, the thing now you need to turn your attention to is just, you know, what can you make out of this season? Aside from getting some more experience for some of the younger guys, I thought Jack Nungy, uh showed us a lot the other night uh, what he can do um, offensively. He played pretty well on the road at Ohio State. He's still a pretty big defensive liability. But then, again, that fits right in with the rest of the team. But maybe some more minutes for him is a good idea. And then you're trying to work your way out of that bottom four in the Big Ten so that you don't have to play on Wednesday in, uh, in that very, very first-round game out of Mad- uh, Madison Square Garden. And that's, that's a possibility. You're, I think they're one game behind um, Wisconsin. Uh, Minnesota's right in there, Rutgers and Illinois. And Iowa are the, kind of the five teams. And then one of them's going to creep up and be able to jump on to Thursday. I think if Iowa splits these games, uh, gets uh, Indiana at home and maybe Northwestern at home, and particularly if they're able to beat Minnesota on the road somehow, which that might be based on how the Gophers are playing, you might climb out of that hole. No. No? <laughs> <laughs> they're playing on Thursday. It's just, I mean, I just don't see, mean I Wednesday. Don't see any. It's Wednesday. I mean, you, you can paint your picture any way you want to. Um, you know, usually the Hawkeye huddle has been able to go deep into March because we've had the opportunities, whether it was some postseason basketball, partly because the Big Ten tournament was, you know, a week later. I mean, you know, obviously we're going to have the women, but nevertheless, it, it, it's been a it's been a difficult year, and and for us to think that things are going to turn around because all of a sudden, you know, Lent is starting tomorrow. Is is just not? I just don't see that happening, my man. Well, I don't. I think you're looking at a, um, a schedule with these last three games of much more winnable games. Once you get past Michigan this week, Indiana's good at home, but they're not very good on the road. Minnesota is beat up. They haven't. I think they've lost seven in a row. And of course, Northwestern has not set the world on fire either. Iowa has played much better at home, so getting Indiana and Northwestern at home, there's possibility of winning a couple of games. Uh, you know, it, that's, a, that's a possibility, and if Minnesota's as bad as they've appeared, you know, it, it's it's more you're playing bad basketball teams than, than you're getting a whole heck of a lot better. But it would be nice to think that they could climb out. And by the way, remember, this is we we got 16 teams we're playing with here, so you, you're trying to get to Thursday, right? You're not, <laughs> right. We're, not, we're, not, we're talking about starting on Wednesday with four teams, then going to Thursday like it used to be, then going to Friday, and semifinals on Saturday and Sunday. So... Um, you know, this is such a big tournament now, and granted, we don't think that they're going to win it, but it would certainly be nice to think maybe the Hawks can get through a couple of rounds, and it would be a lot easier to do so if you didn't have to win uh, games starting on Wednesday. On the other hand, um, well, wait you know, a second, maybe you get one more win because you play Rutgers or Trent? Illinois, I suppose. Yes. Trent, how many, ga- how many games the Hawks won the Big Ten tournament since Fran's been there? Uh, two, I believe. Two, okay. So what... What you're saying, Ridge, is that the Hawks need to figure out some way to win uh, as many games as Fran has won in his first seven years uh, in order to get to Friday, to have a chance for us to think 
wow, look, they've turned the corner. Is that what you're asking? Uh, I'm just looking for something for us to watch, some reason to watch the game. <laughs> We're going to watch our basketball team. I know, I and mean, literally, that's it. I mean, literally looking for something so that you don't finish at the bottom, I think is the way to look at it right now. And that's that's the sad part about this is I was looking at this on Saturday night and trying to watch it. I mean, it was it was it, it, you know you're you're looking at a team that at various times looks okay, like in Michigan State, and other times just look terrible. So um, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to find some modicum of hope that there's that there's something on the horizon there. And I I, I think that that you know if they can pull together a couple of victories here at the end of the year, it wouldn't be the worst thing ever to, to send them into the off season with something in the right direction. Um, well, that's obvious. Yeah. That's now, obvious. speaking of uh, sending things in the right direction, uh, Rick Heller and the uh, baseball boys open up this weekend. Hey, and, Reggie, uh, it's time for us to take our next break. Oh, is it really? Well, yep. Well, You're apparently not watching the clock. No, it's, it's time for our, our, la- our last break. We'll be back after this on the Hawkeye Huddle. We'll have Tom Kaker from Hawkeye Report. If we can do it, if we can't, then we'll just talk ourselves <laughs> we will make it work we'll do it on the other side tom Kakert from hawkeye report joins us it's the hawkeye huddle on 1700 kbgg news talk sports yeah we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com hey guys this is nate adams you want to know where to go for the best valentine's day gifts this year go to christopher's fine jewelry It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. Sandler Training has finally come to Des Moines and Central Iowa. Hello, everybody. This is Carl Shapworth, owner of Sandler Training. And if your business relies on sales performance to drive success, then I urge you to contact Sandler Training today. I personally use Sandler in my business, and it has taken it to high performance. And the same thing can happen to you. So check us out on the web, keywords, Sandler Training, Iowa. Again, that's keyword, Sandler Training, Iowa. Sandler Training. If you're looking for old-fashioned sales training, don't call us. Tonight's forecast, mostly clear, staying milder, but there will be a refreeze going on. Lows in the mid-20s, then increasing clouds, breezy, warmer on Wednesday with a high near 45. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Bacon Fest. Bacon Fest. Bacon Fest. The 11th Blue Ribbon Bacon Festival is coming to the Iowa Event Center on Saturday, February 17th, starting at 10 a.m. The famous bacon strip theme bars. Over 50 different bacon menu items. Over 10,000 pounds of bacon. Live local music acts all day. And then the big after hours party featuring the Grammy nominated band Smash Mouth is now open to the public. Tickets are still available. Visit BlueRibbonBaconFestival.com for more information. And get your tickets today. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. I know a lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 3737 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give him a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Well, it is a song that we have not heard very often in men's basketball this year. In heaven there is no beer, though I have uh, I have shown my two-year-old daughter how to sing it. She's getting pretty good, guys. She she's uh, coming right along, getting things figured out, and she can she can sing both verses of "In Heaven There Is No Beer." So I guess the positive of 2018 is young Ella kind of knows "In Heaven There Is No Beer." Take it away, <laughs> fellas. Well done, Trent. Well done. <laughs> major accomplishments uh, in life. Yes, major accomplishments in life. It's well, hopefully she'll get to hear that a few more times over the decades, right? And I'm sure maybe this year notwithstanding, she, she certainly will. But uh, 
In any case, <laughs> do we have time on the line there, uh, Trent? I am efforting it right now. I might have to, let's see, I'm playing around. Well, on the conference call here, apparently I can do two but not three phone lines. Uh, uh-oh. Okay. How about this? Uh, let's go and I'm going to set this to hold. I'm going to take <laughs> this off. Okay, as I'm working through. And uh, let's go like this. We got Ridge. You're there, right? I am. And... Tom Cakert is there. All right, this is going to be Ridge and Cakert, and we'll get to Junior in a moment. How's that sound? <laughs> All right. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Uh, David and I are uh, in, in remote locations today um, trying to dial in and do the show, so we're playing a little phone tag. But um, discussion most mostly for the first uh, half of the show has still been about Iowa basketball and and sort of the, um, I suppose, sort of where, where we go from here. You know, I was talking a lot about um, – about the hope of trying to win a few games here down uh, towards the end of the season and what that might might or might not mean. Uh, and we both talked a lot about your article that you wrote uh, in terms of France um, teams and their, and their scoring and their defensive average and agreed with you that, that at this point in time that, uh, that the trends are becoming apparent. And the question is, is, there, is this the type of coach, is this the type of coaching staff that's going to do anything different to maybe stem that tide? Um, just based on talking to Fran today, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of change. I just, um, you know, he even kind of confirmed what my kind of the, the, the conclusion that I drew, which was that Woodbury Gazelle and Clements were really good at guarding and that's probably why they didn't work on defense a whole lot during their tenure because they were good at it and they didn't need to work on it. And um, so that's uh, just basically what I drew from Fran today was um, they're just they've been working on it and he sees some signs of progress in practice, but um, they just run into these stretches just about every game once or sometimes twice where they get 10-0, 14-0 runs thrown at them, and they just can't get out of their own way. And you can call so many timeouts, and it still doesn't uh, and try and stem the tide, but it just, you know. But he's, Fran's kind of continued to attribute it to the offensive side, and today he kind of finally admitted, you know, it's really both. It's both the offense and defense that, that need to uh, would be better. Well, certainly the thing with the offensive side is there's a consistency factor, right, that, that allows you, I mean, you just can't let teams get on runs. Even when, they, when you're giving up easy buckets, you, you've got to consistently come back, and, and having runs of your own or scoring a bunch of points late almost doesn't count. So there is something to be said for that. But, uh, you know, in, at the end of the day, the runs are coming because at some point in time they're, letting, they're just leaving guys wide open for four and five possessions at a time, and that's the part that's, uh, you know, it's interesting that hopefully he is seeing some improvement. The other other thing is, though, but the the offensive numbers, as I illustrated in the story, are, you know, at or above anything they've ever achieved at Iowa under France. Yeah. I mean, the effective field goal percentage is the highest it's been. Three-point percentage is as high as it's been. 
Um, regular field goal percentage overall is good. Um, you know, they're scoring 80.1 points a game. That's plenty of points to score to win 20-plus uh, basketball games, and they haven't. So I just kind of go back to the defense. But, you know, Fran says it's both things. So, you know, that's what it is. You get a sense at all of what kind of defender uh, Joe Wieskamp is. We know he can shoot it lights out. We know he can jump out of the gym. We know he's got moves. Is, is, is he going to be ready to be a, uh, an on-the-ball defender in the Big Ten next year? Yeah, he's a good defensive player. He's a really good rebounder, too, for for his position. I, I wouldn't call him an elite defender or anything of that nature. Um, wouldn't call him lockdown. But he's an above-average defensive player uh, at the two or the three. Um, you know, one of the things you could see next year, and it wouldn't completely shock me if we saw it, is, um, you know, a, a lineup with Garza, Cook, Wieskamp, uh, Bohannon, and uh, Connor McCaffrey. That would not surprise me at all if that's the lineup next year. So you'd be looking at, uh, essentially, uh, your you know two new players, and then Garza as a sophomore, and then your two best players you got now. That would not be it. Would not be crazy to think that that would be a possibility. Certainly, um, adding those bodies is going to help in some way. You would think. Uh, switch real quick to uh, to the beginning of baseball season, Tom. I mean, uh, it seems like many many years we. We certainly haven't been real excited for it, but uh, Heller has uh, things going over in Iowa City, and uh, they're about to kick off the year. They have three games this week, and they're supposed to have a pretty good baseball team. I, I, you know, it's hard to get a read on on how uh, the gauge is as far as uh, you know nationally, but um, they've had some good recruiting classes. They've got the Big Ten um, uh, preseason player of the year. This this could be a lot of fun. Yeah, and they're building off of last year where they won the Big Ten tournament. Um, it's a different team this year without, obviously, without the big stick, without Jake Adams in the middle of that lineup, and Mason McCoy in there driving in runs and playing shortstop. So it's it's a different feeling team. It's going to be more of a traditional, I think, kind of heller ball team. It's um, you know a lot of doubles, uh, running a little bit more, playing good defense and, and pitching. Strengths of the team, obviously, you start with Robert Newstrom in right field. Um, they're, um, the, the bullpen's going to be really good, led by Zach Daniels. Uh, I think they've got plenty of depth at the back end. Starters, have a little bit of a question mark. Uh, Al Geyer's going to um, be their Friday starter, and he's got, you know, I talked to a friend of mine who's seen him pitch. He didn't pitch last year. They had Tommy John, but... That he's got the filthiest stuff on the on the entire pitching staff, so uh, there's no question he's really good. And Cole McDonald will be the second day, and then leave it up, uh, figure out what they're going to do for the third day. So um, they haven't figured that out yet. But uh, question mark at short, um, you got a really good catcher in uh, Tyler Cropley. Uh, there's there's plenty of talent, I think. Um, he's put together some good recruiting classes. Won't have all yeah, the all the big big bopper in the middle. Right. Put together some pretty good recruiting classes, and the one thing I liked about the way he has uh, gone about uh, managing his teams over the last few years is um, these early season games, even though you don't like to lose games, he plays a lot of guys. 
gets a lot of guys experienced, so by the time they hit the middle of the Big Ten season, they're really, really tough. And, of course, you know, they, they had the good season a couple of years ago where they were able to win, win so many games in the last year winning the Big Ten tournament. Uh, they, they figure out how to get these guys uh, into positions where they're ready to play at the right time. It'll be interesting to see how this team develops, but, but a lot of fun. Toledo, Oakland, and Old Dominion this week in Kissimmee, Florida. And uh, that ought to be uh, that ought to be a lot of fun. Uh, Hawkeye wrestlers, Tom um, took it on the chin pretty good the other day from Penn State. That's not to be completely unexpected. But uh, the last thing I just discuss real quick: they finish up the season this year with Iowa State. Uh, this meet has turned into something that we I don't I don't think that you or I or Creighton or anybody would ever have believed uh, where it is to the point it's not even on television. But um, in any case, uh, um, it, it has taken a little bit of a backseat uh, to some of the other um, teams on the schedule, which is too bad. But uh, uh, they're going to wrap up a decent season, and there's a lot of, uh, a lot of good uh, young wrestlers on that Iowa squad, including uh, Clinton Lee, who suddenly uh, looks like he could be the guy as far as uh, trying to win it at 125. Yeah, we're both old enough to remember when Iowa and Iowa State wrestled twice a year. Right, I'm, and that was the and that was the biggest meet of the year. I would go to both of them. You know, I'd uh, go up to Ames sometimes and go to Iowa City um, just to see those uh, those meets. They were just such a, a huge event uh, every year when they both met twice. And now it's nobody really cares. But yeah, Spencer Lee is something else. I mean, kids, uh, you know, all the accolades, and then you didn't know if he was going to wrestle for sure, and he had the knee injury at the end of last year, um, but he has uh, shown why he is uh, one of the best in the uh, in the world at 125 because he's beaten everybody, and he's beaten everybody pretty badly. Um, so it'll be fun to see what he can do um, at uh, the NCAAs, at the Big Tens uh, here in the coming weeks. But yeah, they got, you know, that, that Penn State meet went a different direction really quickly when you got uh you know the two the back-to-back pins and i mean nickels barely lasted 30 seconds and he, he yeah. um, stuck his guy i mean it's just they're just uh penn state's a different level they just are they just are well uh alex marinelli was the upset of uh, the number one wrestler at his at his weight uh what was in vincenzo joseph he took him down so at least there was another win there and of course kemmerer had the victory the other day so a few good, uh, few good things heading into uh, this meet this week, and then the Big Ten. All right, real quick, Tom. Uh, any chance at all for Iowa tomorrow night at Michigan, and the better chance maybe Saturday against Indiana? Uh, I'll go on a limb, and Trent will get a kick out of this prediction. Uh, Iowa loses by about twenty to Michigan because <laughs> that's kind of what they do on the road these days, um, and to safe bet. Um, and then uh, I am predicting a win against Indiana on Saturday. All right, we'll take it. I, I, I will take it. Hey, Tom, thanks. Got to get back to uh, David and uh, wrap things up. Uh, we'll join you next week, okay? Okay, thanks, guys. All right, Tom Caker, joining us as he does each week. Makes it a little tougher when one of us isn't in the studio. But, uh, Trent, did you just keep uh, David on hold there? I think I'm here. He's here, raring to go. All right. So, um, and I'm not sure whether you were able to hear all that. We went through a little bit of the no, I did. stuff uh, and the baseball stuff, so we we could get back to uh, get back to basketball to finish things up. But 
maybe you want to, I don't know if you want to chime in on the wrestling thing. You know, there there are some bright spots there. It's just Iowa has fallen to a point. You know, being third in the country in wrestling is not bad, and they're probably the third best team, but Ohio State and Penn State are just really, really good. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, to say that they've fallen is not really a fair statement. How about the fact that Penn State, uh, with Kale Sanderson, has gone to a level back where Iowa used to be um, in the Dan Gable days, and and that Ohio State just happens to have uh, one of the world's best wrestlers on their team uh, as well. And, you know, frankly, I think the Hawks had a much better chance against Ohio State in the, in the duel. Um, we sent our guns out against Penn State and just, you know, it wasn't enough. So, I mean, it is what it is. And, and the interesting thing is, is that, you know, when if Iowa could get figure out a way, if Spencer Lee could do it, Sorensen clearly has got to figure out a way to wrestle that kid from Penn State if he wants to be a national champ. Um, and, and they've got one or two other guys I think that certainly can get to the semis of the national tournament uh, and or the Big Ten tournament, which is essentially the same thing, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and go from there. You know, yeah, but, both uh, Marinelli, and, Marinelli and Cameron are both possibilities based on the way they've wrestled. And you never know. Well, the six-point move Marinelli on, so. threw on him the other day was just spectacular. Yeah. I mean, he was behind, and all of a sudden he went bang, boom, you know, Reversal four to the back, and that was that was awesome. Maybe that got a Big Ten yeah. Big Ten wrestler of the week. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the most improved wrestler I think uh, from from the beginning of the season. Hard to know where Spencer Lee was at the beginning of the season because he hasn't lost yet, but and of course didn't wrestle right away. But uh, Marinelli has certainly well, been uh, a nice surprise as he's moved throughout the year. All right, outside of Andrew Ridge, Michigan tomorrow night, Indiana on Saturday. We'll make sure we get to our Templeton Rye last call. What do you got? Well, since my brother has quit drinking, we no longer have Templeton Rye here in the house, <laughs> which is good for everyone. But uh, I'm going to say that uh, the Hawks do lose by their average, probably 15 or so against Michigan. And uh, But I also agree with Tom. I think Hawks come back on Saturday for a raucous crowd of dozens in Carver-Hawkeye. And beat Indiana, um, man, maybe by like eight, eight or ten. They, um, you know, the, the the home crowd actually was pretty good there against Michigan State. You know, it was a, a, a nice, it was really uh, good. It was a really good crowd, and and you know, and granted, now they're not going to be up for Indiana as much. Not the number two or three team in the country, but. Uh, you know, they, I, I expect a few people to show up at Saturday. There have not been a lot of Saturday or weekend home games, for that matter. They've been on the road last three Saturday nights. Um, it's, it's been a while. I guess Purdue was, the, well, I think, maybe the last time they were able to be at home on a Saturday. So it would be nice uh, to have a crowd get into Carver-Hawkeye Arena without thinking about taking off right away. And, and uh, I, I think you're right. I think they're going to find a way to get that one done. Um, I, I got a good night in mind to not really pay attention uh, to the Michigan game tomorrow night because I, I just – I don't see that going that going well. I I think the only road game left to pay attention to will be up at Minnesota in a couple of weeks here, and then uh, obviously it'll be interesting to watch Iowa in Madison Square Garden against whoever they play. But uh, it's a tall order tomorrow night. Michigan's pretty good, and they're still battling. And and who would have believed where they are in the Big Ten? And for that matter, who would have put Ohio State uh, in first place ahead of Michigan State and Purdue at this point? 
Oh, and who would have put Nebraska anywhere in the top ten? So, exactly, exactly. Battling for, um, battling for possibly an NCAA tournament berth, and uh, you got to even you got a Penn State up there that's near the five hundred mark that uh, has found a way to, to be better. You know, it turns out some of these these losses Iowa had at various times early in the season uh, weren't too bad. You know, uh, uh, Louisiana is twenty one and three right now, I think, and South Dakota State is. 22 and 6 or something like that. They're not bad basketball teams, you know. Uh, Penn State's not a bad basketball team. So, um, Iowa know, is. Iowa's lost. It's okay. Rutgers is bad, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, thank rate. everybody for coming right. out on the program today. And, of course, everybody, uh, uh, or all, all the work Trent's put into keeping us alive here as we've uh, been remote. Thanks for everybody. Uh, join uh, myself and Dave Creighton Jr. next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, this is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessi family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. When you hear washer systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The washer system of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Sponsored by Sprint. Switch to Sprint and get the best price for Unlimited. Sprint. 
Works for me. Visit a Sprint store today. Compared to a national carrier and limited rates, features differ. Sandler Training has finally come to Des Moines and Central Iowa. Hello, everybody. This is Carl Shapworth, owner of Sandler Training. And if your business relies on sales performance to drive success, I urge you to join Sandler Training on February 27th for a workshop titled 30 Days to Better Selling. I personally use Sandler in my business, and it has taken it to high performance. And the same thing can happen to you. So check us out on the web, keywords, Sandler Training, Iowa, and join us February 27th. Sandler Training. If you're looking for old-fashioned sales training, don't call us. As a small business owner, you're juggling it all, including customers' calls from your personal phone. But with Grasshopper, you get a business phone number and a business phone system from our mobile app so you can work smarter, not harder. Grasshopper for its calls, texts, even transcribes voicemails. Everything you need to simplify your business and stay responsive. With Grasshopper, there's no long-term contracts and customer support is 24-7. Whether you're starting or growing your business, Grasshopper is the answer. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. The way she's always singing, her silly laugh, the way she kisses me hello. This Valentine's Day, I want to turn everything I love about her into the one thing she'll love forever, an engagement ring. It's the Jared Valentine's Day Diamond Event, February 1st through the 14th. Save up to $1,000 off any diamond when you buy her setting at Jared. And let our expert jewelers help you find or create the one ring that could only be for her. That's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. The 2018 Iowa High School State Wrestling Tournament is coming to 1700 AM KBGG. Catch myself, Trent Condon, on the call Thursday, February 15th through the state championships on Saturday, February 17th. We'll keep you up to date with play-by-play of all the local wrestlers from across central Iowa. Tune in to 1700 for the State Wrestling Tournament on your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. The State Wrestling Tournament is presented by Renovated Solutions. Thinking about renovating, don't just think about it do it with renovated solutions is your child an animal lover host their birthday party at the animal rescue league of iowa the birthday guests will experience a mock adoption and take home their own plush animal there will be face painting and also a visit from cuddly animals this two-hour birthday party will allow time for birthday cake gift opening and a tour of the facility we are now